Congratulations, you found it! The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing. Starring the original book divas, Martha Steele, Vonnie Golden, and special guest, Alyssa Mann, Kayla Saxon. These people are passionate about books, maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination, one book at a time, they are three book girls. I need some more balls. (laughs) I thought there were Cheetos in there. No, no, no Cheetos. Hey, I wasn't judging. Mm-hmm. I'm all about Cheetos. So. <laughs> I mean, I like Cheetos. It might be good in that. Yeah, I mean, can you crush some up in there? Yeah, like low key, just. I'm not. Excuse me, but um, are there Cheetos in your balls? <laughs> yeah, we were just Those talking about sweaty balls. Cheesy, spicy balls. <laughs> that was good. So we did our first our first uh, podcast, and now we're into number two. We had to stop and have some pizza. The, of course, you will be time traveling because you will not hear this podcast until next week. Yes, but and Kayla's starting <laughs> to get drunk. I can always tell. Over there. <laughs> People drinking the most. Kayla, Go first. We should have. <laughs> Kayla and Alyssa are completely fucked up already. I am not. It's only my third. Rachel and I sat at that end of the table in complete and utter silence the whole time. Yes. I have a feeling we're going to have to kick them out. I didn't even chime in during Carnival Row talk. That was like torture. That was hard. Mm-hmm. Did you watch Carnival Row, Bonnie? Mm-mm, I want to. It's so good. It looked really good from the previews. I'll, and give, then you it my, was... I'll give you my password and you can watch it. Okay. Or you can have Alyssa's password. Or you can use mine because no one else is using Okay. It's so good. It's binge worthy. Like just commit and just go it's all only, in. It's only eight hours. I could do eight that episodes. tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, you could. We did it all in. If I can get away from Grey's Anatomy, I'm. This is so much better than I'm Grey's far Anatomy. Into Grey's Anatomy right Seriously. Now. You're not even far in. I'm sorry. I'm not allowed to talk. You're I'm, a, I'm four seasons in. That is. There's like a hundred seasons of that show. <laughs> Well, there's only that 15 on Netflix. For 17 years. I was an undergraduate when that show debuted. Oh. And Alyssa was like go five. Die. <laughs> I was 12. Still 12. <laughs> tomato, tomato. It's closer Let's to five see. than I was. 17 <laughs> years ago, I was just getting divorced. I remember sitting. No, seriously. I remember sitting on my friend's couch. We would drink and smoke pot and... And watch Grey's Anatomy and get really sad about the state of our lives. Yeah. And then we'd go out. I I never watched Desperate House. And okay, let's call it what it is. I really actually only watched Grey's Anatomy when I went over there for that activity. (laughs) Because you weren't really interested in it. Your friend was the one that liked it. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 And I mean, there sort were sort of like me and Trailer at, Park Boys. I would never watch that show, but my son likes that show. So the only time I have ever seen a glimpse of it is when he was watching it. You know, that's mm. not where my mind went when you said Trailer Park Boys, because I don't know what that is. I, I literally just thought it's you had really... an interest in that. And like it was a phase you went through. Like, the, like Hey, the I went through that phase. <laughs> that's it was Bonnie's right, phase, that not was my right phase. That was right before my prison phase. <laughs> I see, it. see, that's where my mind went. <laughs> I feel like that was like deg- like I actually did date uh, like several spiral there. <laughs> so what is Trailer Park Boys? It's a really awful Netflix series hmm. uh, that's Canadian. I'm gonna go ahead and stay away from it. Is but. it like is Kayla it Degrassi? Um, <laughs> there's a ladder in there, and there's a little cabinet with a key. You turn the key, 
and then you get the booze. It's like it's like a, a vending machine for adults. It's like going to Narnia. All right, I'll, can I'll you go bring with me you a marg? Alyssa can go with you. Yeah. Can someone bring me a marg when you make them? I just want a shot. You're staying the night, right? Yeah. Yes, Megan's prepared. She lives in Edmond, but has made the choice to come all the way down south. It's so scary down here. There's I, nothing is, out here. It is very, very sparse. It's actually awesome. I love it. You want to come to Amarillo? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. That is a, that is a very good um, preser- I, life preservation life skill. Self-preservation. Yes. yes, pretty much. I've been there. I know what it looks like there. Yeah. I feel like, have I maybe driven through Amarillo? Boy, is it flat. It, it, I will say this. Super though. flat. It, it's getting better. We've got some new stuff coming in and more development going up and everything. So in the last seven years, it's actually gotten better. Quite a, it better, oh, but um, I still come here for relief things. Yeah, yeah pretty <laughs> much. I drove to, oh, I don't even remember where in Texas, but all I remember about the drive was A, it was hella flat and nothing. And no, West Texas. West, and a literal tumbleweed rolled in front of my car and I was like, they don't teach this in driver's ed in Indiana. What the hell am I supposed to do about this? <laughs> oh, you're from Indiana? <laughs> well, I'm, Indiana. From, I'm from Illinois. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indiana, Tennessee. I kind of moved around, but I was like, do you hit it? Do you avoid it? What What the fuck do you avoid do with it. this? That, avoid yeah, you it. don't want to hit it. No. Well, and that was kind of my logic. So you want avoided. a shot of that? Yeah, that will fuck your car right up. I thought it was a small. Uh, they they're they above still the will because they'll get stuck underneath. The oven. I just want a shot. <laughs> she just wants the want, straight up tequila. I want that's a right. shot. And that's good tequila, too. Just so you know. Hey, I'll drink cheap expensive. shit all day long. That's expensive tequila. Well, I had never had tequila until, well, like two years ago. When did I go to Seattle? Oh, I've never had yeah. tequila. Oh, my God. I mean, I've drank like a whole bunch of other stuff, but tequila just never made it no, into it, my... They don't drink a whole lot of tequila, especially good tequila in the trailer park, Bonnie. No. That no. wasn't one of the bottles mm. that we passed around in the woods. No, 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 no. Drink some PBR. Down yes. in the trailer park. Mm. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Ours was uh, we would either drink rum, drank a lot of rum, drank slow, vodka, slow gin. Didn't do a lot of gin. Slow gin. You know that's the kind, the red sweet kind. Is that when you vomit? You know, it's day glow and stains everything it comes into contact <laughs> like with. Like Rumplemints. <laughs> yeah, when my yeah. sister was younger, she got so sick on Rumplemints. She won't drink it. Anymore. Did a lot of Milwaukee's best. <laughs> Milwaukee's oh, yeah, Milwaukee's best. We did a lot of that. That's cheap stuff. She wants two Make shots. Make it a double. <laughs> oh, God. But I can only do one. I don't one want because salt or lime either. I'm out. She's just she's straight she's up. She's a purist. I with mean, her tequila. I like lime, but I like lime anyways. Oh, I like lime. I just feel like it interrupts the flavor. Oh, and I don't care so? if I'm drinking what? Turbo. Hmm. Oh, the chili dog. Okay. I'm so excited for chili dog pizza. Chili dog pizza is really interesting. Can I yell at Tom and tell him to bring me a couple? <laughs> Make sure you eat it right into the microphone. Is there hot dogs on it? Thank you. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. thank God. I like to Spanish. Hence the dos name Chili, chili Dogos. dogos. <laughs> Listen, sometimes things are named things Tom's and great. then they don't meet my expectations. No, so, there are hot dogs on it. There are and I have that's some moment. false advertising. So when you tell me it's a chili dog pizza, if there's no hot dogs, 
right? Because maybe you're. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. Like, don't don't get creative and be like, oh yeah, I just threw some kielbasa on there instead of hot dogs. No. Like, no. It, no, that no. was part of the screening process for the pizza. Was the tasting of the hot dogs? They had to be the right kind. What of kind hot of hot dogs. dogs are they? Are they Hebrew National? No, Ugh. they are. Those are good hot Costco. dogs. Costco. Oh, Costco's got good hot, hot dogs. dogs. Yeah. See, my husband does his research. He really does. You I'm have got fan. to trust the Ron. I do. I have had enough of his food at this point that I trust him <laughs> immensely. Got big old onions and jalapenos She's like, I have to move top. this sausage ball out of the way. I'll go right Thank you, Tom. That's a well-rounded meal Tip right there. Tip your waiter. I'll do that later. Oh, <laughs> you can leave it to it. I was too busy laughing going. at it in my head and I didn't get it out. As he was walking away, I was expecting at least a little wiggle in his hips, but no. He won't do that in front of anybody but me. I don't know why. I keep telling him it looks not it's just fine when he does it just wiggle it honey it's okay yeah my friends want to see (laughs) (laughs) he's not very cooperative when it comes to (laughs) me wanting myself and other people to ogle him are you shooting this with us yeah cheers cheers to my pair of fives we're good is it good tequila that is good bonnie's licking the friggin' glass she's got her (laughs) tongue down in there it is National Margarita Day, even though we're time traveling, so it will not be played on National Margarita Day. No, I like it. Make it Perfect. Go Make put it some more tequila in yours. You um, all, you double shotters, stole our, our tequila. Jesus Christ, she just poured wine in her margarita. It's only gross if it doesn't taste good. If it tastes good, fair game. <laughs> so true. I'm totally disgusted. Oh my God, she just did it again. support you. Agreed. If it tastes good, do it. I'm here for it. Just like Cheetos and the sausage ball, <laughs> it would taste good and add texture. I'm just saying. But here's the problem with putting the Cheetos and the sausage balls. I would have to take out some of the other dry ingredients because it's already tough to mix the dry ingredients in with it because there's so many dry in the sausage. We could just make it wetter. Yeah, that's what he but, said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just letting them go for it here because they've got this connection all of a sudden going on. It's almost like um, it's, a, it's a moment that you guys are having Vine as you collaborate. I mean, you could put an egg in it, I guess, yes. and mix it in with it or You're a little bit of butter. you meatballs with that. That's disgusting. Yeah, but they're sausage balls. It is a meatball. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's a I, ball made out of meat. <laughs> Well, I, I'm just not going to participate in this part of the conversation because A, I don't like don't meatballs. You don't eat sausage anyways. And B, I don't like sausage. It's her party. I get two pizzas. That's true. The bacon mango is mine and the Greek veggie. I'm really sad there's no more tequila. I might just Feta bust on open pizza? one of those on. bourbons. <laughs> hey, bar- we are hey, getting bar- into some serious <laughs> drinking territory. Tom Young, everyone. Isn't he beautiful? <laughs> he is beautiful. He is, I know. You guys were we so refined when you did he yours, and this has just gone to shit. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel says we should see you without clothes on because you're magnificent. <laughs> he is. <laughs> we look. He looks so I mean, I'll kill all of you if you try to touch, but he is magnificent. So we can look, just not touch? Yeah. Hi, Tom. He'll be thinking of you. That's acceptable. 
as long as you don't touch. I'm okay with that. Okay, window shop, you just can't touch. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Listen, I as poor as I am, window shopping is what I do a lot of. I'm okay with that. Look, don't touch. He's mine, but I've never done a um, bourbon shot, but I'm doing it. I mean, you don't really don't shoot bourbon. Shoot. You you sip you shoot you kind of sip bourbon. You don't it like the burning? It doesn't burn. Just swish okay. it around. It's okay. okay. Just add it to your mark. You It'll be fine. You don't like the bourbon? It doesn't burn. Maybe no, that's some it, kind of the stuff that we passed around in the woods. Burn. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah. I will fight you. <laughs> yeah, I think I drank some bourbon. Have you ever been around a bunch of girls that are talking about bourbon and, and one says, it burns. The other one says, it does not. Yes, it does. I'll fight you. <laughs> I mean, it, it just doesn't seem like a conversation women would normally have. I meant verbally. Is it just me? <laughs> We're really a collective group. Yeah. Clarification. I meant verbal fights. Rachel, make sure and set down the cigar before you fight her. <laughs> I will. It's how I, it's how I get the rasp. I got to keep it's the that cigar. It's Chicago going. shot glass. Yeah. It is. It is. It, 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 it rejuvenated her inner. Yeah. I grew up 60 miles just kind of south of chicago so yeah we got the mob and all that and corrupt politicians i, I lived in batavia yeah, i know what to do minute. with the body <laughs> i know what to do with the body that pretty much says it all doesn't i grew up right hey, along if the you Illinois if you River. fight her you may you not swim in there <laughs> We might have to change your pop socket if you try to fight her because I feel like there will not be SSDGM happening. No, because I'll be murdered. You'll be, you'll be, you'll be murdered. You, this right. is what happens when we've been drinking for a hey, while. Hey, end of the table. Shush. You're cut off Shh. from speaking. Not drinking, just speaking. You can drink all you want. You just have to sit in quiet Eat like we pizza. did. So now that we're done with the... Uh, bourbon talk it's it was all bourbon all the time all booze all the time in that beginning i mean i'm usually okay with that again takes me back to my childhood isn't that how the bible starts and in the beginning there was bourbon <laughs> it no? should have been. i think so i mean he did turn water into wine so i feel like it's totally could be there yeah he could have turned yeah. it into bourbon kayla just did the praise hand she did yeah <laughs> we mean, just went to church for a minute there I, I think i paraphrased slightly but i'm pretty sure it was close <laughs> Let's find some books to talk about. We we actually Alyssa and I read a really informational book in line at the book at the and at the book sale. It was like the top it was like basically the title was like the top questions about Christianity. It was the nicest way to say like the idiot's guide to like the Bible without calling anyone an idiot. And it was yellow and it looked like the idiot's guide like a dummies version. And there were some very interesting questions <laughs> that were like in there. Christianity for dummies. Yeah, like it was like, what is the rapture? Oh, man. Um, there were so many. We read it while we waited in line. Why? Because it was just too good not to. If I had written it, it would have said, not real, not real, not real. <laughs> we, had a, we enjoyed right. I feel like the guy behind us maybe was judging us, but uh, hey, we I'm, enjoyed it. I said, judge me harder. I think that's one. Judge me of, harder. Yeah. Over here. I'm trying to remember what else was in there. There was some, I the rapture like that's, one. That's what she said. And I, it was like, what is a psalm? <laughs> harder, harder, baby. Harder, harder, harder. Oh, God, you judge I mean, me so well. They'd already stacked the Bible that's some on the hate floor. Sex. So. <laughs> it is hate sex, isn't it? It's the best. <laughs> 
sorry, and Matt. I, I was just <laughs> gonna Matt say. Listening. I was just gonna say. One of Rachel's coworkers um, made an observation that our podcast is fairly sweary. That was Ted. Matt loves everything, but yeah, my coworker Ted. Ted thinks like, we should tone it down a little bit. Do hey, we? Do we have words for Ted? Hey, hey, Ted. That fuck off. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Come on, help in, help in, help in. <laughs> what? Oh, middle fingers. Oh, I love it. Love it. Like, calm down, Ted. Can we I have mean, some down. swearing? I don't Alyssa? know what the hell Alyssa he's out. talking about. You're a motherfucker, my dude. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> there, Ted, we talked about you on the podcast. You might want to put your headphones Love in you, if listen you're at work. More. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. Fuckity fuck. All right, That's I'm what done. I sing in my head a lot. <laughs> <laughs> at work. Everywhere. <laughs> Family gatherings. Everything. Uh, uh, Bonnie. Would what? you like to start us off on our journey today? I would thought that you wanted me to swear. I was like, what? What the hell do you want from me? <clears throat> I read uh, Trust Exercise by Susan Choi. I read that too. This was another one that was on that list mm-hmm. that I told you I pulled up. I think this is the last one that I read that was on the list. And it is set in the 1980s. And it's like a performance art school where it's like high school students and it was an okay book. Um, I liked it better than some other books. It still wasn't my favorite. Um, they're very high schooly, lots of sex, lots of drama, very eighties. Maybe Alyssa should read it. She's getting that look. Sounds great. Yeah, Alyssa <laughs> might like this book. Yeah. But it's it's just really about these group of kids like growing up and going to this art school that was progressive and it wasn't like one of the exercises that they had, the kids had to sit like knee to knee facing each other and had to, one would say something and the other one had to repeat it. But when they repeated it back, they had to express their feelings with the way that they said it. So you say exactly the same thing back and forth to each other in a different way, all the while trying to make the other person believe you. Right, exactly. So... It's hard to explain unless you have a specific. So like you would be, you'd, are you saying like something you're feeling about them or is it just something like I or, love Twilight and they say it back in like a sarcastic shitty way to try to make you well, feel bad about it? Well, they're supposed to say it back to you to make you have the same emotion that they're feeling at that moment. Like oh, so how your shirt is blue and then you would say it back. My shirt is blue or your shirt, your shirt is, is blue. blue? That'd be your shirt. Your shirt is blue. Oh, Vonnie, that was good. Maybe you or, should be an actor. <laughs> but yeah, but, but I mean, that's a really good example is, of the way right. they did it. Yeah, this is just like just, the way that they're trained or they're they're learning <laughs> they're, what happened in the school and ways that they taught them and everything. And it goes through their high school experience, and you kind of get a little background on each one of the kids. You know what where they came from, like if they got into some kind of trouble in high school or if there were like the goody two shoes. I mean, you had all of your classes. Yeah, all of your high school drama right. laid bare, basically. You know, the the two that are in like this deep dramatic relationship where they're going out and they're breaking up and they're going out and they're breaking up. I mean, it was in everybody's high school. Everybody had a couple like that, right? Mm-hmm. But, and it goes into their adult lives 
and kind of goes to where they ended up and like, you know, one's a director and one's an actor and one, you know, does props and one is a promoter of the theater and the theater, the theater. But yeah, it was, it was, I mean, it was a well-written book and it was enjoyable and it was different and it was different. The only thing that I really didn't care for is that it was very high schooly. And so if it wasn't for all the sex, I'd say it would be like a YA book, but there was too much sex for it to be YA. <laughs> yeah, but this was like serious, like a lot of it. Yeah, but it wasn't romantic sex either. Right, because it's high school. Yeah. So how romantic do you really get in high school? Thank you, Tom. Shake your ass a little bit when you walk away, too. Woo, oh, he did it! <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe he's had a few to drink, too, so that's we have loosened him up a little bit. I'm so excited. I have pizza right now. She I thought she was going to say it from the microphone. From the eye candy walking away. <laughs> <laughs> Did we cross the line, Rachel? No. (laughs) There was still no touching. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Did you just look again? No. I was trying to lean away from the microphone so I didn't chomp right into somebody's ear. Yeah, we're going to get the lady that gave us a bad review for eating cake that one time. She's going to be like, they drank and smacked. She didn't say those fuckers. Sorry, Ted. (laughs) There are other things that make those noises too. (laughs) Macaroni and cheese. (laughs) Well, I was thinking a little more after it dark. That was in a book I read. It was the macaroni and cheese. But somebody compared that sound to macaroni and cheese. Yes, that was Justin, wasn't it? It was Justin. Yes, (laughs) that was a Justin episode. That's why it went where it went. I knew I got it from somewhere. He's not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) He isn't wrong. There's a comedian that made that joke when i was like in college too really they're like you're never gonna hear the stirring of mac and cheese the same ever again you're, you're absolutely right and i was like okay thanks for ruining what you do life. is when you stir the macaroni and cheese you just add your sound effects uh, uh, uh. it's the same too I don't, okay maybe this is a midwest thing but um hot dish well when you make ramen right so you drain the ramen Mm-hmm. Put it back in the pan. And sour cream. The, yep. Gross. Yep. Sour cream in the seasoning packet. Listen, don't make the face until I you do try butter, it. not sour cream, but yeah, I try do that. Try the sour cream with the seasoning well, packet. I can't really oh, that's do right. sour cream. I'm, it's I'm worth a dairy. scandalized <laughs> right now. <laughs> you guys are like ruining my ramen life. It's do you keep so your do you keep your water in the ramen? No, of no, course. No, no, no you drain it. Drain it. No, I like it. It's like soup. No, you know if to you're going to add other stuff. And to I it. don't use the whole seasoning packet cuz that's just gross. Sometimes I don't use the seasoning packet at all. I cook I the ramen and put butter in there. And then put butter and parmesan cheese and garlic. Uh-huh. Yep. I like the water. Yeah. It's soup. What the hell are you talking about butter and noodles? It's awesome. Don't knock it until you try it. Are we going to have a smackdown? <laughs> are we going to have some hair pulling? Man, I feel like I really opened up a can of worms. But I was just, I was just comparing the God, Rachel, thanks a lot. <laughs> Sorry. Starting a fight. I'm glad that I have another Midwesterner here who was like, I got you, girl. Like, High five across yes. the table. <laughs> So before we go any further, Wait, we gotta finish your book review. 
<laughs> my book. <laughs> I can't believe we did digress that far away from. Yeah, I can't believe that actually. Oh, make mac and cheese pizza. Sorry. We have had mac and cheese mac pizza. Mac and cheese pizza would we've be had pretty fight, awesome. We've actually had fights about mac and cheese pizza because Velveeta has no business in this house. No. Not in any iteration. It Same. is not a cheese. It does not belong in my house. Well, neither is the the yellow cheese pack that you put in the uh, that's Kraft com- that's completely mac and cheese, different. We can and talk about that another time. I still like both time. of them. No, we don't eat Velveeta, and we certainly do not put it in mac and cheese and put it on a pizza. That's just wasting food. All right. She's very passionate about her right. cheese, apparently. As long as you put hot you dogs have to in do it, I'll eat it. Good mac and cheese, and then consider <laughs> and doing something hot dogs else. On pizza. How was that book? So this book was. <laughs> Now that we're back to the <laughs> review again. <laughs> I mean, I really said everything that I wanted to say about this book. I, it was it was good, very high schooly, very drama drama. And there is a surprise kind of twist to the end. But really, I was kind of like, you know, when I read the end and read the twist, I was like, hmm, okay. So that's over. <laughs> And that was called Trust Exercise by Susan Choi. So Trust Exercise was kind of a e book for me, too. And it was on the list of the best books of the yeah. year for That's, New York Times. It, yeah, actually, there were a lot of people who said they liked it. And I, I just didn't understand why. It was all right. I mean, it was okay. I mean, I'm not sorry I read it or anything. Not like, you know, Topeka, that Topeka one that yeah, I read. Yeah, that was really terrible. The sorry. other... <clears throat> the other Topeka week school. but yeah the Topeka school but um yeah it was pretty good I liked it awesome somewhat how many stars would you give it probably four, four maybe four and a half because it was well written okay I just didn't okay. enjoy the context it wasn't horrible fair enough if I don't like you know if I'm not sad that I read it then I mean, four is pretty fair. That's kind of how I do it, too. But I also have an issue with Goodreads in that it doesn't allow for partial stars. So if if I find a book to be a three and three quarters, I still have to give it a four because it's not fair to give it a three. Yeah, because it's still... Right. So a four says a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean... Life's not fair. It isn't. Goodreads. Goodreads needs to do an update anyway. It does. All the way around. It needs to give partial stars. See, yes. you're nicer than me. I give it a star down. If it wasn't good I, enough I to do the same thing. tick up, yep, it, we're it going down. It has to really, mm-hmm. really stink up the room before I give it a three. Yeah, my rating system is much different. Yeah. If it was just okay, I give I'm it kinder. a three. I'm kinder. I really have to dislike it for... For me to get well, no, that's right. I give it a two if I really dislike it. But if, if it's, it's well a two, written, I probably didn't finish it. If it's well written, and somebody else would probably like it, I don't like to totally pan it. Yeah, I'm just meaner, I guess. Because <laughs> if I hated it, I'm giving it a one. I don't think I've ever one starred, but I definitely oh, have I some have. three stars. Oh, I I have. Oh, oh, Alyssa. I haven't read that yet. My grandma recommended it to me oh. like a year ago, and I was like, all right, I'll get Were around the to it. That's yeah. a little scary when See, your grandma recommends a book to you. I liked it. Alyssa hated it. She but, fucking hated it. But she I didn't liked do, it. just hate it. Okay. 
Yeah. I'm I thought curious. it was good. I'm curious. Uh, who's going next? I can go, or you can go. Whichever. Well, I know. If you go, then you can then eat your pizza when she does her review. I got to do some onion picking. Oh, you don't like onions. That no. is a problem. That's mm. really covered in onions. Well, I can review and you can onion pick. I'm, I'm fine with either one. Okay. okay. Whatever. I am reviewing The Girl Who Reads on the Metro by Christine Ferrati Fleury. I believe that's how you say it. Uh, it is, she's a French author. This is actually one of her first books that's been translated. I think it's her first book that's been translated into English. And it was one because we all know that I judge every book by its cover. <laughs> and the cover looked kind of cool. And I was like, I like the title. Like, I'm here for it. And I kind of read the blurb and I was like, okay. It really wasn't what I wanted it to be. So mm-hmm. what you're saying is the cover didn't fit your expectation for what the book should be. No, yeah, it did not. Mm. And it was it was kind of a cityscape of Paris and she's sitting and reading and I was like, "Okay, this looks cute." And it just didn't flow right for me. <laughs> and I don't know if Do it, you think that might have been due to the fact that it was translated? I think it might have been, but I did go back on Goodreads after I read it and a lot of people kind of gave it the same reviews. Ah. But I don't know if those were all like English speakers reviewing it as a translated book. That's um, a good point. So, but it, it had a lot of potential, I felt like, but it just didn't get there. So it kind of starts to, and I can't even, I didn't even write down the girl, the main character's name. That's pretty terrible. Um, Doesn't matter. Yeah. And she's on the Metro, like going to work and she always sees the same people on her journey to work and they always have the same book. And then she decides one day she's just going to get off the metro and walk to work. And she stumbles across what she thinks is like a bookstore. But, but it, it turns out to be a dirty porn store? No. That okay. maybe would have been a better plot twist. Um, <laughs> but she, <laughs> it, it ends up like the, the people she sees on the train are actually kind of book givers. So they're supposed to like find, follow somebody and kind of get to know them, but without getting to know them and like recommend books to them. God, that sounds like a perfect thing for me to do. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. It's like the premise of the book was really, I liked it. A book stalker. Yeah. She's basically, yeah, it's exactly what she is. She's a book stalker. And the, it just, the characters just, it was so, it would jump. Like you'd be one minute, you'd be in the bookstore. And then the next second you're back at her office at work. And she's like, fucking hate this job. I'm going to leave this book in my desk and peace out. And like, she would recommend, like she would leave a book at her boss's desk when she like handed in her notice. And like, it kind of comes back around that. Like every book she recommends is like the perfect book for that person in that moment. Huh? So it had a lot of really, to me, it, felt like it had a lot of potential it just didn't build enough for me Hmm. like it just kind of plotted along and the guy that she ran into at the bookstore has a daughter and she's kind of you think there might be more to her and then she's kind of not as big of a deal and so it's not it's just not following through to a good conclusion yeah i did i felt like mm. when we got i got to the end i was like okay like and it, i could have not read it and have been just as happy were you sad that you read it i think i don't know if i was i was more disappointed but i just felt <clears throat> like the character development never 
got there. Like, I think, uh, yeah, I just felt like the character's kind of just disappointed. I thought it was going to be a little more, when I read it, the, the blurb, and it kind of felt more like a magical thing that she could go and like recommend books kind of feel, but it didn't get there. It, it didn't have a magic <laughs> What's feel. What's this called again? Uh, the girl who reads oh. on the Metro. Okay. It's not the same one. Cause it, when you just said that about a book and the magical stuff, there's another one called a book charmer. I think it definitely maybe was lost in translation. It could have been, I don't speak French well enough to be able to go and like try to read it in French, but I just wanted her care. I felt like the character was just like a flat page. Like there was uh, no like character development. It was like, here she is yeah. at the beginning and she's basically kind of the same person at the end. Like there was no growth in the story. Mm. So that would just kind of, you didn't connect with the character at no, all. No, not yeah. at all. Yeah. That's a bummer. And I mean, it was a short read. It was only like 175 pages. So it was like, it was a, that's a cool premise though. It, it had I think so we should much write potential. our own damn story with that. Yeah, it had so much potential. We should and go be book sucked. stalkers. That'd be fucking cool. That would be. Hey, fun. you look like you need to read some Joe Hill. When well, we already have the stocking down, we yeah. just need to put books in front yeah. of it. <laughs> I'm liking that. Yeah. You look like you could use a romance novel in your life, sir. You look like you need a little war. <laughs> Do you, do you need some YA vampire and or dystopian? <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I did give it, I only gave it three out of five because mm. it just, this didn't do it for it you. It did not. And I, I would love to be fluent in French and read it in French and see if it read differently, mm. but it just fell flat for me. I was not a fan. Mm. I think that's the first book I've reviewed that I didn't like. Well, on this podcast. Anyway. Yeah, that's okay. So I we ha- can't win them all, Megan. No, we, I know. Sad days. But I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not, I would say I'm not sad that I read it, but if I had to do it over again, I probably wouldn't pick it up. Okay. Give us a title in ours again. That is The Girl Who Reads on the Metro by Christine Ferrati Flory. I'm probably butchering her name. Sorry. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, Rachel, what do you got up your sleeve over here? Okay. So, I read a book called Without Merit by Colleen Hoover, um, and this is the first book that I read by Colleen Hoover, um, but I know she's got a lot of popular books out, but this one, it didn't, it wasn't quite what I was expecting from the name. The main character is a 17-year-old girl named Merit Voss, um, and... You, that's kind of a cool name it is yeah. and um the cast of characters is kind of unique in naming as well her dad um barnaby her uh, identical twin sister honor um her brother utah who is um just a year older than than they are and then her step or i'm sorry her half little brother moby jesus that's, yes i would not want to be in that family there's no pattern to those names no no um, and and they, they get into that a little bit of sort of where the names come in there. But what you learn about Merit early on, um, the story kind of opens with her in a pawn shop. And she's admiring this um, trophy. It's like a beauty pageant trophy. And she kind of explains that she collects trophies that are not, she's not one. They are not her trophies. Um, 
and she purchases them. Only one has she taken out of spite slash sadness. And that's usually why she buys them is when she's feeling sad or had something come up. Um, but it's really super sad. It, it is very that sad. Is, it's like, I feel like a failure. So I'm going to go buy someone else's trophy yeah. from Goodwill. <laughs> yeah. She just really, and, and she, she loves these trophies. She displays them. She cleans them. I mean, she loves them. Um, but while she on this particular day is in, in shopping, um, she comes across a young man who he is also part of this entire cast of characters. His name is Sagan. Um, and another thing to know is uh, the Voss family in their little town, it's a little Texas town, is kind of infamous, shall we say, because they, they live in a converted church. Um, and so her father had this, you know, huge dispute going on with the local pastor who ran the church and um, eventually they lived in the house behind the church so her father who is also an, uh, an atheist in the book um this sounds amazing yes um hated this man's dog and everything so eventually her father just bought the church right and the pastor moved on and I have um, to read this book. So I just, the, so the pastor was living in the house behind the church, so despite the pastor, he bought the church? No, the Voss family was living in <gasps> okay. the home behind the church, and the pastor lived at the church. And the father also hated the pastor's dog because it barked all the time. <laughs> and so, right, and so the father... And so they still own the house behind the churches, but the family moved into the church, and they call it Dollar Voss because they broke the church up into four quadrants. So four quarters right oh my god yes <laughs> this is really um, quirky and a little bit of sadness you you learn as well at least early on the the story is that um you know when they moved into the house um their mother was diagnosed with cancer and um at one point the father starts having an affair with the nurse and this is all past this is all okay. learned very quickly so the mother victoria lives in the basement still because she's agoraphobic and all of these types of things well he married the nurse victoria as well um, so wait the mother lives she doesn't die from the cancer mm -hmm. she's living in the basement and he marries her nurse and he and they are both named Victoria. And they're both married oh. to him at the same time. No. The, oh. The so he parents. divorces the mother and then marries the nurse. Mm -hmm. And they both have the same first name. And yeah. she oh, lives in the basement. And man. the mother lives in the basement. Now this is starting to sound like a horror film. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the the most unique thing is you start learning about this cast of characters, and you're like, this is this is nuts. You kind of hate her dad and the, the stepmother whom they call Victoria and the mother they call Vicky. Um, oh, okay. Right. And, you know, and it just kind of follows Merritt and her interactions with them and just kind of how sad she is with things. And you start to learn things um, about Merritt and the family. And there are a ton of secrets that start to come out as well as um, her growing affection for Stegen and a lot of other things. Um, and it's, it was just so engrossing. It, it was so well written and just, and I really respect the fact that the author didn't shy away from talking about mental health, talking about suicide, talking about um, 
first love and just, uh, you know, family dynamics and all those things. It was honestly a really, really um, interesting read. Well, I am very intrigued. This mm-hmm. is the, uh, there's so much quirky stuff going on in the you know I love quirky stuff. Mm-hmm. I and would totally if I was going to have another child, I would totally name him Sagan for Carl Sagan. And that's that's what See, these said. people are my people. Yeah. They're my people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. At one point and, when she was saying the names, I was like, is this Dungeons and Dragons or a book? <laughs> and a lot of the characters you do kind of find out um kind of how Merritt got her name and how Honor got her name and Moby and you know, so for, so for some of the characters you do find out where their names come from and the significance of them. Hmm. Um but and there were a lot of twists and turns too that just like in any family you kind of learn things and you're like nothing is what I thought it was right or Mm -hmm. my perception of this person my feelings toward them are unwarranted right Mm -hmm. I didn't know the whole story and Mm -hmm. so it really tackles family secrets and and different things in such a raw kind of honest way with Mm -hmm. things so Mm. um it's it's and of course, it's it's so quirky, right? They have this gigantic statue mounted in one of the quadrants of, of Jesus Christ, and they can't get it down because it's part of the structural beam. And they tried and tried. And so what Merritt does, one of the things she finds joy in is she dresses Jesus up based on the season or whatever. Kind of like when on. people have those flamingos in their front yard. Right. And they she like... might be my spirit animal yes. because I would do that. Yes. Right. Her uh, One scene that I found just particularly lovely um is her dad is a big dallas cowboys fan well in the book the dallas cowboys are getting ready to play the packers so she takes a packers jersey she puts it on on the statue she puts a a cheese hat on him and some other stuff and you know and she likes to rename him too based on the costume so for that period of time he was jesus, jesus. christ yeah, yeah. 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 you know and, coming. So, and, and Merritt was such a good character because there were times when i really didn't like her and other times i was sad for her and i felt so bad for her and other times when i just loved her so it just kind of shifted so much so it it was honestly a really good read i'm just loving jesus 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 christ Christ. cheese it they also have a marquee because obviously their home was once a church and her brother utah every single morning he puts a different saying on there not religiously based but you know and so of course the people in this town are kind of like Ugh, those bosses, man. Like, <laughs> all these things going on and they're living in the church and so but yeah, um it I would recommend it, definitely. Um and so again that was Without Merit, um, by Colleen Hoover. Sounds like a fun book. Yeah, I'll definitely be reading more by Colleen Hoover. That was my toe in the water for her. So yeah, well, she sounds like And I will say there are some trigger warnings in there, obviously, because they talk a little bit about sexual abuse and suicide and mental health and all these types of things. But, you know, I would recommend it if you don't have trouble with a lot of that stuff. All right. I think I'm going to go in the completely opposite direction as I usually do, only 
guys will be surprised by what I picked this time. Is it a romance? No. <laughs> Is it Twilight? No. Okay. I, I guess you won't be surprised. You have no reason to be surprised. Because I actually read the first novel by this uh, author. Because you will remember the erotic stories for Punjabi widows, which mm-hmm. I also reviewed on this podcast. Well, this is the follow-up, but well, it's not really a follow-up. It's just another novel by the same author. And of course, her characters are Indian, East Indian, British-born Punjab Shurgal, Shurgal sisters, Rajin, Jasmine, and Sharina. Now, they really didn't, they really weren't very close growing up as sisters. And if you have sisters, I think you would really love this book. And I don't think it matters. Well, I mean, like my sisters are so much older that I'm not really as close as I would like to them because of that fact, because mm-hmm. they're so much older than me. And I, I didn't really get that close bond that you get with sisters growing up until I got older and actually moved in with my older sister as a teenager. So I kind of got it backwards where it was more like a mom thing. But these three sisters, they're, the reason that they end up taking, they, they take a trip together and the reason they end up doing that is because their mother dies of cancer and her final wish is that they take this trip, this pilgrimage to India together. And she makes a list of all the things that she wants them to do. And at the end of the list is the scattering of her ashes at this particular place. You find out a lot of, I don't know, interesting and different things about the sisters as you go along the way. You have one who finds out that her son is marrying her 18 year old son is going to marry a 36 year old woman who's who he's impregnated instead of going to college and she finds this out right before she leaves on the trip but she's i think she's the oldest sister and usually the one who has her shit together the most and she of course doesn't tell her sisters what's going on i mean in her defense her shit is together her son's shit is well, not together yeah, yeah. But it's, she's embarrassed, obviously, and she doesn't want to go into it. And she's hoping that he'll change his mind. So she's got that turmoil going on in the background. And then you've got one who's an actress who does something really stupid and it goes viral. So she's wrestling with those demons and even some little kids in India are making fun of her because they've seen the video. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got the third sister who has decided to go a very traditional route and ends up um, doing an arranged marriage. And she flies off to live in Australia with this super rich dude. And she's got this massive ring, you know, and they're all very jealous of her ring. Well, I don't know if they're jealous, but it's it's very obvious, right? Um, and she's got some secret shit going on too, but you don't really know what it is. And so the book is interesting because you see the interaction between the sisters and, and some of the stuff they do while trying to hide all the shit that's going on in their lives because they're not really very close. And going into that is going to ruin the reason that they're they're together sort of you know i don't know that they really want to get closer Mm -hmm. bonnie you've got sisters Mm -hmm. you know how this works well i mean we're all we're close though yeah yeah 
Yeah. It's I won't a, say that my sister hadn't always hadn't had secrets from me, but yeah. Yeah. It's a unique dynamic. I it is a very, yeah. yeah it's yeah. a very unique dynamic and there's a lot of, um, baggage that comes with your position in the family and your relationship to the parents and your relationship to each other and all that other stuff all rolled into it when you're in a situation like that. I really liked it. I thought it was excellent. Actually, Kayla suggested that I read it. And um, (laughs) because we were talking about book club books. Uh, And so she was, and then I saw when I, I picked it, picked it up to look at it just now that it was a Reese Witherspoon book club. I know. I rolled my eyes too because it's like, God damn it. I didn't read it because she told me to read it, okay? Yeah, I know. But it really was a good book though. Listen, you need to lay off the crawdads. <laughs> lay off. Well, I liked it. It wasn't because it was Reese Witherspoon, we're although a, that's a plus. We're going to have a smackdown over here. I'm going to have to keep drinking with she's, all this fighting. She's going to be riding in the trunk <laughs> on the way home. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this was really, really a good book. And by the end, something happens that is so... I found it so shocking. Um... Because I, I guess I'd never realized that, that this sort of thing was still happening. I, I guess I should have known. But I mean, there's something really gobsmacking sort of happens near the end of the book. And it was really good. Hmm. And it really left an impression on me. And I really thought a lot about it afterwards. Um, so I highly recommend it. I thought it was an excellent book. Um, I did only give it four stars because it didn't quite reach the five mark for me. And, and that's just based on, you know, when, when you really love a book, you got to give it five. This is probably in the more like four and a half for me. But hmm. I mean, that's a solid review. Yeah. A four or four and a half. Yeah, it was a good book. Um, I think I liked erotic stories for Punjabi widows better. Hmm personally this was very good and the ending part was very good and it was a good book about sisters so if you have sisters especially then i would uh suggest you to read it because it really was excellent um once again that was called the unlikely adventures of the shurgle sisters by bali kaur jaswal Jaswal. Just a little story. Me and my mom were talking about our sisters, about the sisters, uh-huh. when we were in the car the other day. And um, her comment was that my older sister was the preppy one, which, yeah. My younger sister was like the free spirit. And then she says, you, I don't know what you were. Maybe the librarian. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. <laughs> but are you a magical librarian like the librarian TV show? Because that would be freaking awesome. No, I'm just an ordinary. It's such a bookworm. unique thing because I have two sisters, my but I'm the oldest. See, mm-hmm. I right, always thought so. that Bonnie was the oldest, and in a way, psychologically, she is the oldest because her sister, her older sister, had a disability. Well, so, so she did a lot I had of the responsibility of the yep. oldest, but with none of the perks. Because yeah. my sister still got all the perks of being the oldest, 
but then didn't have to like do her share of the housework because she wasn't yep. able to or anything so like that. So I start cashing in on these perks because I got to start writing a list <laughs> to my mom like, right now. <laughs> like, you know, my sister was allowed to shave her legs first and wear makeup first. And yeah. mm-hmm. even yeah. though we were in the same grade, she still got to do all that stuff first. Mm-hmm. Just saying, mom. Damn it. We were in the same grade. Mm-hmm. Mom, I think being the first mother, being the first kid, I was like the experimental child, you know, because <laughs> my parents were, you know, they were like 24 and 26 when I was born. Mm-hmm. I was like, y'all, you're just, you just better be happy that I'm as well adjusted as, <laughs> as I am. At this point. Well, me and my older sister are only 10 months apart. I oh, was no, one of those Irish twins. Yeah, I was yeah, just gonna I say. was one of those babies that my mom went in for a six week, six week checkup and was pregnant. Oh, yeah. See, there's me and then four years with my middle and then three years with my mm-hmm. youngest. So like me and my youngest are seven years apart and I'm four years from mm-hmm. the middle. So we're all really evenly spaced. Yeah. So me and my older sister like fought over friends, fought mm-hmm. over clothes, fought over Boy friends. Mm-hmm. No, we never fought over any boys. That would be hard being so close, though. Yeah, that would we were in the same grade all oh. the way through school. Yeah, yeah, that's hard. So yeah, that's like true Irish twins. Then you're like, we're real, like, <laughs> wow, because you're not old and you're not far enough apart to trigger like a second another like grade age. Like right. you're right. Well, she together. failed the first grade, so ever ever since first grade, oh. we were in the same <clears throat> grade. Oh. That'd be difficult. Mm-hmm. You two uh, have, have clearly started to take a nap over there. I'm concentrating very hard on being quiet. <laughs> okay, now you can be loud again. She's trying to listen. You is did your, a good job. Is your throat good still job. burning? Yeah, I keep taking like tiny sips, and every time I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's that like, br- that is not the like right knob creek yeah knob creek is much better i'll have to get some of that down you can I try it it's not that bad it's really not bad mm. I'm baby just go get just go get some soda just, and it goes down nice shoot vodka and nothing else. <laughs> i have yeah. vodka I got, I got vodka up there. Martha's got it all. Dude, well, now I don't have tequila because oh. you guys drank it all. Golly. <laughs> there was not. <laughs> the yeah. I, I was going to say, it, I double shot the word folks. absconded was. Absconded. Was <laughs> the word, I think Dylan was so. here a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I, was say, I feel like there yeah. was a son involved in the disappearance. I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure that you told me that Dylan took that one bottle that me and him were drinking last time we were here. Oh, yeah, that's right. Remember? Yeah. Isn't that why you have kids? Is you can blame shit on them. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I don't have any, but if I did, I'd be like, this hey, Tom, listen, true. little Bobby did this. <laughs> like, what do you think? Let's punish him. Uh, he must have drank. I know he's only five, honey, but I'm pretty sure yeah. he drank all the tequila. I had a friend's little brother who was probably genuinely the one always drinking the missing alcohol, and he was like 10. Well, you notice there's a key on our cabinet up That's there? That's why. Yeah, there's there's a reason for that key. That's we, the other reason it's you good You have an have only child, too. you know, and you have that much liquor in your house, you have to have a key. We didn't. My parents never. never much liquor. My parents, I didn't even realize. My parents had like a whole cabinet in the kitchen. I had no idea. Yeah. I had no key. I never like. You had no idea. I mean, I knew there was stuff up there, but I was never like, "What is that?" Oh. And like, it wasn't. It was above like the refrigerator, so I would have had to get a stool out to get up there anyway. But yeah, like, see, we didn't have any of that at my house. But 
we had a beer fridge and the neighbors had a beer fridge, which the neighbor's beer fridge was outside under a carport that was con- <laughs> converted into a sitting area. Seriously, I come Classy. from pure class. I was going to say, yeah. we're, we're, and, we're veering into oh, no, but look, trailer park so territory again. Do you want to know how resourceful these men are? And I'm proud of you, Dad. Like, they would drink all of this beer, like packs and packs of beer. But... They save the cans because they recycle in Illinois. Yeah, they do. They recycle them and use the recycling money towards the next round oh, yeah. of beer, <laughs> right? Because they because it's like gin. twenty yeah. cents a can, I think, yeah. isn't it? It's like yeah. fifteen or twenty cents a can. It was in New York too, yeah. and they recycle the cardboard that it comes in too, so, right? So they are they are. And I they think take they the need to teach tops. these people down here in Oklahoma something about recycling. Well, they take they take the pop tops too because where I'm from, you can take the pop top of a of a can and you donate them to the schools and they get certain things from them yeah so i mean everything uh, hey listen they get to get drunk and be rednecks and it goes right back into the community and let me tell you honey let's get drunk for the school you feel i love you you feel real high class when you're taking that garbage bag full of beer cans up to the counter so that they can count it to give you your money our neighbor at one point i walked over his name was orville he since passed away but i was like hey orv what's what I'm what's just going on seeing with, like popcorn yeah, yeah well i'm like hey what's up with the, with the garbage can oh yeah possum got in there and i was like aren't you gonna aren't you gonna let him out nah he's all right i kind of like him and i'm like but i don't think he wants it to live in the trash can like so i don't know if he ate him or let him go but <laughs> and that's actually an option and i think on that note that's gonna do it for three, three book, book girls. girls i'm dead serious <laughs> Can't get enough of Three Book Girls? Join the conversation on Facebook and follow them on Twitter and Instagram. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.